You by the Catches Law Group. Even if you're not a hockey fan when it comes to personal injury, you pay nothing unless Catches wins. And they, as do we, wish our hockey team great success, get a free evaluation, and learn more when you visit CatchesLaw.com. And Sean McDonough joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Hello, Sean. Hey, Greg. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm fighting some allergies this time of the year, but other than that, I'm doing fine. A little bit of concern around these parts when it comes to the Boston Celtics this morning. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch um, <clears throat> excuse me, much of that last night, but I obviously uh, saw the highlights this morning. It's kind of surprising uh, given the situation that they let that lead get away as they did, but as uh, Chad Finn pointed out in the Globe today, uh, they have a knack for not making things very easy on themselves, so I guess we shouldn't be that surprised. Well, Bruins in a similar situation tonight as the Celtics were last night with a closeout game, and as you can imagine, a uh, a vitriolic ongoing debate around uh, here about whether or not Patrice Bergeron should play. I mean, if you're Jim Montgomery and he says he's ready to go, does Patrice Bergeron go tonight? Yeah, I think so. If he's ready to go, you know, it wasn't very encouraging seeing that video online a few days ago, but obviously uh, he's improved if it's to the point where yesterday he took part in the full uh, practice with the team. So I think if he's able to go, he should get out there. I mean, it's not a foregone conclusion. The series is over. And even if tonight's the last game in this series, you'd like him to get a, some game situations, some game reps uh, to be sharp for when the next round begins. So I think if he's healthy, put him out there. Mm. Wiggy, Shime, mm-hmm. oh. Curtis. Well, Am I on Wiggy's side on no, this? No, 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 you're not on my side. No, you're never on Wiggy's oh. side. You're no on the wrong is, side of this one, no, Sean. No, Wiggy's on an island. No one is ever on Wiggy's no. side. No, uh, Shime, and I believe Curtis are both on my side. Yes, uh, Sean, unfortunately, you're on the wrong side because you don't play a guy. Risk will reward for tonight. To, is, to me, is just too much to play Bergeron. I would save him. Um, but when you look at maybe um, some of the other players, you look at Linus. H- how do you feel about Linus? Is there any concern there that maybe he might be dealing with something too? Uh, moderately, but I think if he was, uh, Swayman would probably play. You know, he's been he was pretty good in those uh, in the game in Florida the other day. So you know, before he got thrown out, which I thought was great, but. Uh, <laughs> So no, I'm not very. I'm not worried about him. You know, I, I think if they were concerned about him, Swayman would be playing more. Sean, a lot of people giving credit to Montgomery when it came to what he did with the lines uh, in the last game. If Patrice is back, how do you see that shaking up? You know, it's interesting because I was reading uh, this morning that the lines were kind of mixed up at practice yesterday. Some combinations that you couldn't uh, have imagined seeing including that Bergeron and Marchand weren't together. I've read Mott even made a joke that that could be a problem because if he calls uh, Bergeron's line to be up, Marchand will jump over the boards too because <laughs> they're always together. and They might have too many men on the ice, but they said at practice yesterday, Marchand was with Coyle and Felino and Bergeron was with Pasternak and Bertuzzi. So, you know, there's no harm in doing that in practice and seeing how it looks. And I do think that, you know, when Monty has jumbled up the lines, for the most part, it's worked pretty well. But, What's worked really well for a long time is Bergeron and Marchand together. So I would expect that uh, tonight, if Bergeron is playing, that they would be out there together. If if they were to lose tonight, like, I'm not really concerned with the Celtics. I still think they win this series. So that, I guess the Bruins are in a similar situation. If they are 
if they unfortunately were a drop in this game tonight, would it concern you at all? Do you still feel comfortable that they win this series? Oh, I think uh, I feel comfortable that they're going to win the series. You know, I think they have the better team, really, in every aspect. Certainly in goaltending, which you just mentioned. Uh, you know, I, I just think they're the better team, really, all the way around. So, uh, you know, I think game two was the aberration. You know, they played in a way that we really haven't seen from them all year. You know, they had 15 giveaways. They, they basically handed Florida the game, especially in the third period, with the way the defensemen handled the puck. So, you know, that was an aberration. I don't see that happening again. I think if the Bruins play the way they usually do, uh, they should take care of business probably tonight. We talked about Patrice and Linus and their situations, but when it comes to Krejci, Montgomery saying that he doesn't, he's not going to be good to go tonight. If this gets pushed to a game six, do you see him coming back in this series, or do you think give him all the rest and, and have him coming back uh, later? Well, that's a more interesting one to me, and I don't mean to be critical of Krejci, but I think his absence is a lot less important than playing without Bergeron. Yeah, you know, I, I think Krejci's had a good year. Now, is I, you know, is he one of their best players? To me, no. So I don't think it's as big a deal when he's not out there uh, as it is when Bergeron isn't. So uh, I wouldn't push it, and I don't think they will. You know, I think they'll continue to go the way they have, uh, being careful and. You know, knowing that they have great depth. I mean, if Bergeron's in there tonight, from what I just read this morning, Trent Frederick is the likely guy to come out. You know, and there's a guy with 17 goals, helps you in a lot of ways. You know, he's a physical presence and was one of the top guys in the league in plus minus. So they have a lot of depth. It's really, uh, no, there's really no reason to push it with Krejci. So are you guessing that the Krejci absence is not only injury related? Um. I think there's part of that, you know, and that is just a guess. You know, I think it's possible that, and I'm not saying he's not hurt. Right. You know, I'm sure that there's something going on, but I, I do think perhaps in Monty's mind, you know what? Um, we got enough other guys who play uh, as well as he do. Not the same way. I mean, obviously stylistically his game is different and it's important. You know, he's played a, a important role on the power play and he's been a big part of the success of the team. I'm not trying to be critical of him. Yeah. I just don't think it's as big a loss as somebody like Bergeron or Pasternak or Marchand or several other guys, to be candid, uh, couldn't play. Now, I know you you feel pretty confident, like most of us, that the Bruins will you know will win tonight. I'm hoping they're winning tonight because I bet them to win this series in five. So put a little keep us posted on that. Yeah, keep us yeah, one of my one of my many parlays, Sean. How do you? Oh, there you go. Yeah, how how do you feel? Wiggy, uh, I don't, you, I, I know you don't get to listen. Wiggy lost his home last week. Um, oh, Jesus. So that's uh, uh, just a slight issue with the legalized sports wagering here in Massachusetts. Yeah. But we're rooting for him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know a lot of people who have these apps. Um, so yeah. Well, you got it's my number. Text me. Concerned for people <laughs> maintaining their homestead. Text me if you got any inside information. <laughs> so if, if the Bruins are able to win tonight and, you know, looks like they potentially could see a matchup with the Maple Leafs in the, in the next round, what do you like about that round? What, what don't you like? Are there things that concern you? Well, there's a lot I like. I mean, obviously the Bruins were significantly better than the Maple Leafs in the regular season, you know, which would lead me to believe they're the better team. They are the better team. Yeah, I, I think the most important thing in the playoffs is goaltending. Bruins are obviously much more solid there than Toronto. You know, I did the 
uh, first game of that Toronto Tampa Bay series up there, they were down three to nothing after one period and the fans booed them off the ice. And, you know, there were already questions about the goaltending. So, you know, I think that's uh, the Bruins' biggest advantage. They're very talented. I mean, obviously when you have a team that has guys like Matthews and Marner and, you know, they're, they're talented, but yeah, I, I think the Bruins are better. It'll be, it would probably be their better team Toronto than Florida, but, you know, if the Bruins play the way they have all year, they should win that series, too. I don't know what to tell you, Wiggy, five or six. I don't know if that's important with an eye toward your wagering on the next round. But uh... Well, uh, any any info helps out. <laughs> Tonight, Sean, Bru- the, the Bruins It is unlike are... anything I've ever seen, though. I mean, it was their first playoff game, Toronto, uh, when we were up there last week. And, you know, as we all know, they've gone out of the playoffs in the first round six years in a row. And their fan base and media, they're so rabid. I mean, the pressure on them is unbelievable. I do think it'll be easier for them in the second round if they can just win one round for the first time since 2004. So maybe they'll play a bit more relaxed because they were clearly really tight at the start of that series. But looks like they've settled in. They, they've been pretty fortunate to win those last two games. I mean, you have to give them credit to come from 4-1 down the other night on the road to beat Tampa Bay. It's a pretty good accomplishment. They're talented, but... Uh, you know, give me Linus and Swayman if necessary over who Toronto has in goal. I know you can't be biased, but is there anything better than the massive disappointment of the Maple Leafs fans outside the Rogers Center when they're playing on the road? <laughs> is there anything better than that? Uh, you know, only because I can relate to that. You know, I, I like I've had a couple of people say to me that I'm cheerily, uh, clearly cheering against the Bruins, and I, I wanted to send them the picture of me with a couple of my pals at Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final 2019 against St. Louis in my Bruins hoodie and hat. Uh, you know, and I remember how disappointed I was walking out of there uh, after Game 7. And I remember words we never thought we'd hear in Boston, right? There was a, it was very quiet. We're all kind of schlepping out of the arena there and uh, really feeling down that the Bruins had this great chance to win the Stanley Cup and didn't. And there was a woman who was a few steps ahead of us who said loud enough for everybody around me here, you know what? Good for St. Louis. They've never won. You know, 50 years, they never won a Stanley Cup. You know, we've won enough, you know, here in Boston. Like, what? <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't like to gloat when other people are, are feeling pain as a fan base because, you know, I know what it's like when our teams don't win when you're hoping that they will. Sean, far be it for me to tell you or ESPN how to do a broadcast, but I think it would really be funny if we had the live in-game parlay that Wiggy made and have, like, a sign and a ding when he gets it wrong <laughs> and he loses during the broadcast. Does, does Wiggy have a in-game parlay tonight? Uh, well, yeah. I, I, usually my son and I, we discuss it before because he ha- he told me I should have bet Marshan first goal yeah. of the last game, and I didn't, and he did. So, you know, I, I'm definitely going to put some things together. Will it be a four-leg or are we going seven-legger? No, no. Usually or... I'm, like, somewhere three legs, maybe four legs. Okay. Hockey's a little bit harder with multiple legs. Yeah. So, and then I'll I'll listen to, you know, I'll listen to what PK says because I know Chelios and Messier, we got to get them a little bit more energy <laughs> on the intermission. So. <laughs> How uh, how old is your son? Uh, he's 17. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were having, like, gambling talk with an 8-year-old. No, but, no, uh, no, no. The, uh, no, 17. Well, yeah. that's all right. The, uh, now, the other one, by it, the way, is the other, Sean. I mean, how often do you win a parlay that has three legs? Oh, I won one in the Bruins not too long ago, last week. 750 awesome. bucks, Sean. That's the only. Yeah. Wow. No, not bad. That's impressive. His other kid is 29, Sean. For a while. His other son is 29 <laughs> and still playing college football. Does that seem weird to anybody, or is that just me? 
What's that? <laughs> I said his other son is 29 and still playing college football. I, I don't understand that. <laughs> no, oh, believe just, me, that's not unusual. No, he just he just turned 20, Sean, and he plays. So, and I learned how to gamble. He, play? uh, he plays at. They both will be at UMass this year. He transferred from Arizona. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Go Minutemen. That is How's right. How's the Brockton High team going to be? We're going to be really good, Sean. I'm telling you, we got some talent out there, and we are going to be very good. We're going to play with swag, and we're going to play with fun, and we're going to go out there and catch some Ws. Hmm. <laughs> now, are you are you getting this job because it wasn't going well in recent years? That's usually how coaching changes happen. But yeah, so- it, yeah, they were they were a solid team, but just want to go, you know, everything's different direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Now, what kind of style are we going to play? It wide open and defense. You're going to be <laughs> wide open on offense and go hunt on defense. That's it. <laughs> go get them. It'll be fun to watch. <laughs> May you come do a game for us? You know, I, Lord knows. I mean, I'm doing enough other games. I might as well. You know, it's uh, time to come watch you do your thing. That'll be fun. I'm happy for you. Well, I appreciate that. I'm going to push heavy for ESPN to do a high school football game out there because they do that all over the place. <laughs> no, they do. We do some high school football. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. usually have to be one of those you know, top powerhouse teams in the country, like IMG Academy or yep. one of those places. But I have every faith that you can build Brockton back into that. I appreciate yeah. that. You should see the letter oh. that Wiggy wrote Herb Street to get game day there. <laughs> <laughs> there's some concern that, that I would say is a slim chance but you never know there's some concern down there that week three it's going to look like Deion Sanders and uh, the University of Colorado <laughs> with a few transfers yeah that was something watching the spring game the other day well, you I just that, read huh? they've had 40 something guys transfer out which I yep. guess when you one one game the year before is not that big a deal, but right. yeah. I hope they have enough guys to field the team. I assume he's bringing an uh, equal number of people back in, but uh, he'll make it happen. Yep. He'll he'll be able to recruit there for sure. They packed that spring game out though. Mm-hmm. All right, Sean. Before you go, who, uh, if you could, who is the ace on this Red Sox pitching staff? Have uh, you identified one yet? Uh, wow, I, I don't think one has emerged yet. <laughs> Okay. We're hopeful. After after last night, I say Corey Kluber. He was good. So he, <laughs> right. I think it's right. Jensen. He takes, he takes a, a leg up. All right. Well, we'll talk to you but, next uh, week. Yeah, we keep, you know, are we giving up hope on sale? Is that what's happening? Yeah. I, th- I think, yes. Hope is lost, yeah. I think. That wind yeah, has been behind that sale for a long it. time. <laughs> I think so, yeah. So, so we want Bergeron in there tonight or not, if he's healthy? Yeah. Yes. No. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, All right, Curtis, Shime, Wiggy, don't want him in there. Me neither. Want him in there. Uh oh. Just should, you and me, Greg? Yeah, just you and I. How? By the way, what do you think? Uh, let's say Bruins up five to two or something heading into the third. How chippy do you think it gets? Hmm. You know, that's a good question. Uh, I I really don't know. I I don't. I'm not sure that would necessarily dictate it. I think there's a potential for chippiness. I mean, there always is, especially in the playoffs and especially this deep into the playoffs because, you know, stuff builds up. But, uh, you know, by that point, though, you wonder if Florida kind of knows it's not happening and why bother if that yeah. was actually the case. But I think they'll play a good game tonight. You know, they're as we saw, they're a dangerous team. Um be interesting to see what their goaltending situation is. And they do get Ekblad and Duclair back tonight, uh, allegedly. So, you know, if they're in there, they'll be better. So, you know, they're a proud group. I, I think it'll be a good effort, and I would expect it to be a close game.
All right, Sean McDonough, always great to talk to you, and we will talk to you next week. You got it. Thank you. Have a great day.